0: And just like that, your regular season of the second season of the This League Fantasy Football League is over. And we all know last year was pretty freaking nuts. This year said, hold my beer. We have a packed show for you this week. We got not one, not two, not three or four. We got five dudes. That's half the league. We got five dudes to talk to you about everything. That happened in week 14, and just when you thought the unthinkable couldn't occur, well, it's this league, baby. Let's get into it.
1: Carson Wentz better not suck penis, or I'm going to kill myself.
2: Yee-haw! Y'all boys, ready for this? Powered folks, let's gather around. bowl the
3: best sports talk in town. We got her host, Darren Tim and Chris. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams in A lot of fun, a lot of surprise We'll it up for
0: the guys in this league E-ha! Word to your mother What's going on everybody? Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast As always, I am your hostess with the mostest Chris Mitchum Owner of Team Fairlife like I said earlier, we got four of my best friends with me here today. That's right, four. We got the usual crew. We got Tim Raider, owner of the Mix Administration. You have four best friends here? I thought I only saw three and one arch nemesis. Touche, touche. I'm slipping up already. I'm slipping up already. Jeez. We have Aaron Hunt, owner of Let Russ Cook. What's popping? What's going on, people? And I guess I'll I'll guess I'll guess ask you the question now before we get to our two very special guests. It was a bye week, so I'm curious. Did Carson Wentz suck penis this week? This is an interesting question, right?
1: Because we don't know what he did on his bye week. Who knows where he went? What he's doing in his free time? Nobody really knows. But I do know one thing. He better show up next
0: week or else I'm going to be pissed. Amen to that, my brother. And your special guest of the week. They were involved in an absolute shootout next last week that absolutely altered the way the playoffs look now. Of course, I am talking about the hottest team in the league. It's no longer disputable. Four straight wins. Are we tanking? Who knows? Zach Welch and cooking up more. Welcome to the pod, my guy.
4: Playoffs, baby. Let's go.
0: Oh, that's right. We, he's in the playoffs. And of course, we got another person in the playoffs. I'm talking about this guy who is mediocre at best. He can be nice sometimes. And I'm talking about Kyle Stretch, owner of Super Camario Playoff Bound, baby. How can we
3: best friends when I hate when I, I, I actually I honestly hate your guts? How can we best friends?
0: <laughs> That's my stretchy. That's my stretchy. All right, well, I know everybody's waiting for it, right? Okay, what the hell happened? You know, week 14, it was crazy. Before we get into the analysis and all that kind of stuff, I mean, we have to address the elephant in the room. Um, Four of us on this podcast are currently playoff bound, and uh, one of us is not, and the unthinkable had to happen. So all four of the guests that are in know this is going to happen. It's only the right thing to do to allow Tim Rader His time in the sun, riding off into the sunset. Tim, the floor is yours, pal.
2: This is a little better than the sad recorder music, but, you know, as uh, I think Tyrion Lannister says it in Game of Thrones Season 2, what is dead may never die. Um, I've already been hurt so bad that, you know, I don't feel pain anymore. It's fine. I've already accepted and moved on, so... The moment of sadness, moment of grief, but we just take names of those dancing on our graves, and we'll look forward to next year.
0: I think I'm gonna shed a tear. Wow, yep. that was powerful, man. That was powerful. It's crying a lot from pod. the heart. Jeez. That's my question. You had four salutes, and your little Zoom cameras going there. It was spectacular. We're gonna get into all of that. I know you're thinking, "What, Tim?" top of the power rankings was like seven and four or whatever and you had Jonathan the Hulk and we're gonna get into all that before we do website it's here www.thisleaguepod.com go check it out it's here just in time for playoffs so you can have up to the minute scores or what the hell is going on try to keep up with the pandemonium going on this week In today's show, we got the week 14 review, standings update, a power rankings that, of course, has two fresh perspectives in it. We go over the official playoff bracket. And, of course, we're going to preview those playoff matches. Drinks of the week. I have to go guests first. Zach, what are we sipping on, big dog?
4: Well, it is a work night. So I've, and it's a celebratory night. So I've got some Welch's sparkling grape juice.
0: Classy and responsible. So The family brand? It is a family brand, yeah. Nice, nice. Stretchy, what are we sipping on? I got me a
3: nice orange Gatorade Zero. You know, a a few bad – well, I get a thumbs down, but I had a few bad days last week. You know, I'm never drinking again, brother HH. (laughs) And, you know, I just need to rehydrate this week, all right? You know, it's the way it is.
0: I would say that's on brand. I feel like Stretch is always drinking a Gatorade. Aaron, what are we drinking?
1: Stretch, I love you bringing back your catchphrase from spring break and college. I'm I never drinking again, brother HH. Love that. <laughs> uh, so I'm drinking an Drink adult beverage. Um, I have alcohol. I don't know what's going on with uh, well, Zach or Kyle over there, but uh, yeah, I got a little beer, gold standard from Taxman Brewery. So
0: there it is. High quality. High quality. Tim, my guy.
2: Weller bourbon.
0: was a wedding gift and
2: cracked it open a couple weeks ago, so drinking it real good. Tim, I got to
1: ask real quick, are the gulps tonight just a little bit more than usual?
2: No, not really. I got over it pretty quick. There's not a whole lot of pain or anything that can be said that would make anything worse.
0: Oh. This is very sad. Okay, and uh, lastly, I'm lame. I got water. I kind of got a tummy ache today. I don't know. I kind of ate a lot of tacos earlier, so maybe that's it. I don't know. But don't want to put anything that would cause further disruption. Okay, let's get into the madness, baby. Let's get into week 14. Review. So, Aaron, you are better at articulating this than I am. So, let's set the stage. All right. So coming in, what were the main things people needed to be looking out for? Just to refresh, refresh the domes.
1: Yeah. So we pretty much had four teams that were locked in for playoffs in some way, shape, or form. You had myself, let Russ Cook, Team Fairlife, Chris Mitchum. You had Steven and Mount Passmore, and then you also had Team inspired youth with Anthony. Um Anthony's main reason for being locked in before the week started was due to the points four. I think he was either the top team or the second highest in the league. Um, myself, I also locked up the division, so I was going to get the bye regardless. I was going to either be the one or the two seed, depending on Chris Mitchum and Team Fairlife's result uh, and you know what shook down with that. Because if I were to lose, Chris wins. He has the better record. He catapults me for the one seed. Um, really what we were looking for and the matchups to watch was stretch and super Camario and Zach Welch and cooking up more to see if they could get a high point total to potentially get into the playoffs. Um, Because if they did that and Tim were to lose, then all madness breaks loose and We'll get into that a little bit later. Don't want to have any spoilers. But
0: essentially, those were the teams that were really in contention of uh, playoff seeding. All right. So we knew that Tim wins and he's in. So we're going to focus on his matchup because if he wins, all is well in the world. And he was playing against a team coming in on an eight-game losing streak. And yes, I'm talking about Hayden and Country Roads take Mahomes coming into this one at three and – sorry, two and eleven and Tim was coming in in must win mode and the mix administration coming in at 7 and 6.
1: Well, uh words can't really describe how intense I think this game was for everyone to witness in the league uh the implications of just if the miraculous happens and Hayden snaps his nine game losing streak, it just had all the intrigue in the world and the improbable Happened and it's tough to think that it's reality, uh, but I think it just comes down to once again for the third straight week. Unfortunately, Whoa. Tim had big time names in his lineup that failed to produce the big time results you think they should.
0: I feel bad, I um, feel, I'll for once say, I feel bad going into this. I it just makes me sad. I hate seeing Tim sad, I, love I
1: sure as hell don't. <laughs> And
2: I'm not sad anymore. It's all good.
1: And, uh, I mean, a lot of that's out of Tim's control. He put the pieces in place. You know, guys that I think industry-wide, you would say, yeah, absolutely. They're assets you want on your team. They just weren't producing. And uh, DK Metcalf was one of those guys. Uh, He had so many opportunities in the game against the Texans to have a better game. I think there was at least two, if not three, times that he could have scored or had a big play. Um, But just the timing was off with Russ's pass. He threw it behind him or a penalty got called or pass interference, just really unfortunate. Um, And then D hop as well, just really, I think, wasn't who we thought he was going to be towards the end of the season. He had some great games to start with, you know, at the beginning of the season, but just really trailed off. Uh, And then I just, I think I can't understate how, much it hurt Tim to have the DeAndre Swift and Darren Waller injuries. I think those are huge. And when you lose guys like that who really help with that point total getting higher, that's just gonna hurt you and you won't have enough firepower. Uh and also, of course, JT being on by as well was just the perfect storm. Uh, but it was nice to see. I mean, on a positive side for Tim, I think it's nice to see that Aaron Jones had a decent game, 21 points on eight touches, which is Crazy that efficiency is unreal. Dak was disappointing once again with ten points. Um, you just think with the Cowboys' offense that he'd he'd be better than that. And just just wasn't meant to be. Uh, for Hayden, I mean, I think he won this on Monday Night Football. Man, James Connor and Cooper Cup combined for sixty plus points. Um, he doesn't get that. I, I think you know Tim has a much better chance and. I don't think anybody saw the 33 from James Conner. I mean, Cooper Cup, the 31, he's been doing that all season. You kind of expect he's going to get at least 20, but my goodness, James Conner took over against the tough Rams D. So nonetheless, um, Hayden won this one, 123 to 104. And uh, based off other results, Tim's
2: on the outside looking in. I should have prefaced mine. So like what I decided on Saturday at her friends give miss, I set my lineup, turned off notifications and said, I'm going to watch the Bengals game on Sunday and really enjoy that. And I'll wake up Tuesday morning and see the results. Uh, wasn't going to stress about it. Maybe that's why I'm so calm about it is because like I kind of, maybe then my deepest heart of hearts I already gave up on it. But last year, you remember the playoff heartbreak, uh, those who failed me did not make it on to the next season. So we will see who makes the chopping block this off season.
0: It's going to be a fun interview, man. Those off season interviews. Um, I, for one, it's just, you know, Zach and stretch, feel free to jump in here. I have, I have no idea how your team is doing this. Like I, it reminds me quite frankly of a lot of my team last year. Like I had all these big names and it's like, they're just not doing anything. And I, that has to be such a frustrating thing when you, you, you you build such a team that just has names everywhere and granted you were missing Swift and Waller and obviously Jonathan Taylor's bye came on a bad bad very bad week but um yeah I'm just confused as you are and uh I'm confused but I also don't feel super bad because it's not like you were running into freight trains every week you were having a hard time putting up 100 points uh the past three weeks so I think you certainly don't deserve to miss the playoffs but that recent run of four man it's 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 brutal. Um, it's, it's not good. Uh, Zach stretching, anything to add here? Uh, I mean, I, I
3: think a lot of it has to do with the injuries. You know, he's been, they've been out for two, three weeks in the stretch and, you know, Tim's lost what three in a row now. He's seven and four brutal. So, you know, your, your guys got to be healthy at the right time in the season and his wasn't
2: Hey, and the you know that, something about that, huh? I bet you would.
3: I, I, I do. I I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I my I had three of my top guys basically dead. I don't know. It was it was rough and I'm finally getting healthy at the right time and I squeak in and Tim is just unfortunately not healthy, but he, I think he will be a force to reckon with next year. Um just sometimes you know in the nfl they say any given sunday i think the supply is here as well so
0: the nfl they say any given sunday uh here we say uh you win who you win baby and he had a hard time doing that um before we move on though we have to like give it up for hayden hey hayden man listen um it went it went eight games nine games what was it nine nine game holy was crap man just shout out to Hayden, dude. We recognize it. You are back on the win streak, baby. Good for you, man. We are having a party for you. So, Tim loses. Before we move on. Oh, go ahead. Before we move on, I will
3: say, too, I sent Hayden a text late Monday night saying I might have to give
0: him another wedding
3: gift. So, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> he basically gave me playoffs. So
0: This is true. This is true. So, uh We'll leave you at that cliffhanger. Tim loses, so we know that opens up a bunch of different implications. We had an Aaron versus Don game. So Aaron, if he wins, he gets the first seed, which he did rather comfortably. really kind of established himself, I think, as the number one seed heading into the playoffs. The final score of this game was 158 to 89 points from Don. Now, granted, Don had three zeros in his lineup, one from Elijah Mitchell, one from Tyler Higbee, and one from the defense. Uh, we won't get into it now because we're still having internal discussions, but if you guys look at the constitution, um, this is his, his third violation total, but I would say probably like his second gross violation, um, in our opinion, you know, you should be prepping for these. So there might be some enforcement actions there. And again, we will, we will discuss that at a later time. But as for Aaron, this week really went maybe as good as you wanted to. You saw Austin Eckler go down uh, for a little bit. He got his ankle wrapped like five times. So when you have virtually a bye, you don't want to see that. Also, Kareem Hunt went down again. So it wasn't the ideal week, but none of those injuries seemed to be super serious as to be long-term and affect his playoff spots. Um, when Devontae Adams... And Aaron Rodgers are connecting with that way they are 34 points 25 from Najee Harris that seems to be bread and butter and even Russell Wilson had a not terrible game so from Aaron's perspective I think he did all right that 158 points gets him the buy he gets to put his feet up next week and watch the other teams try to beat the hell out of each other uh, so Aaron congrats on your first round bye
1: yeah thank you Don made it way easier <laughs> uh, just based off of his managing skills but um yeah i'm anxious to just learn a few more things about my team because i still actually have a couple question marks i think just who am i going to play a tight end flex spots all that good stuff so gonna be in the lab continuing to think through it
0: all right and then the other game that mattered but not really both of these guys are already in the playoffs they were playing for a first round bye and yes i'm talking about your boy Chris and team Fairlife coming into this one at nine and four taking on a hot Steven team also coming into this one at, uh, sorry, he was coming into this one at eight and five.
2: Yeah. Uh, like you said, the battle for the top seed in Q uh, first round by on the line and potentially the number one seed. Uh, we know Aaron won. So that took that out, but a lot of, uh, lineup on the line there. And, uh, Rather decidedly, uh, Steven takes his victory 158 to 128, Um, and that's with James Robinson being so locked into the doghouse that the key to no longer exists to get him out. He had six carries.
0: Hey, that's James not Robinson bad. That's not bad. Six carries? Six you know?
2: carries after complaining publicly, Trevor Lawrence complaining publicly, Jaguars are just a dumpster fire with Urban Meyer being there right now. So that's that's going to be a big playoff question mark. The rest of the guys did Stevens guys things. You know, Chubb only had nine. Um and I think he's gonna be rolling into these playoffs largely as healthy as he could. I mean, he's missing AJ Brown, but all year long. I don't think he had, but maybe one game above twenty points. So he's not like he was AJ Brown of last year. On the other side, Chris, uh missing a couple guys, you know, quarterback. Jalen Hurts was on by, your best quarterback. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Michael Pittman on by. TJ Hawkinson was a late COVID rule out. And Keenan Allen was also ruled out with COVID earlier in the week. And that led to an uninspiring performance by Ricky Seals Jones. Oh, yeah. And, er- <laughs> and Marquez Valdez Gantling. Uh, Dog. Those two guys, a tight end and a flex spot. Um, also solid late pickup by with Jalen Guyton. I mean catching bombs from Justin Herbert. Um, Zeke still looking kind of iffy, but the Cowboys just played a weird game against the football team. Um, But, you know, shout out Josh Allen, the stallion, 40 points, 39.2 point performance. You know, that's really good to see against a a good Tampa Bay defense. So, Stephen wins this game. They both finished the regular season 9-5. and Um, and with points four, Steven gets that first round by.
0: Uh, we'll get into playoff projections later, but uh, I'm looking forward to facing Steven in the second round when I got the dogs back. We'll see. Mano y mano there. That should be a good time. Um, yeah, so enough with that game. We know that Tim lost, so he's going to be relying on some folks. Aaron gets the first seed. Stephen gets the second seed. I get the third seed on record. We usually do the game of the week last, but damn it. I just want to get into this right now. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, your game of the week. By God, with Tim losing, this damn near turned into a win in your end situation. And yes, I'm talking about Zach Welch and cooking up more. Coming into this one at 7.00 or excuse me six and seven taking on a stretch team coming to this one at seven and six and nobody was watching this game closer than our own tim raider he puts up a dud right he now has a what was it a 40 point 40 point advantage on zach something like that oh brother 34. 34-point advantage coming into this one on Zach. And by golly, does Zach blow that out of the water and take the dub? The final score on this game was, Zach, 188 points. Jesus. I want to say that is the second-highest point total on the year? Third-highest? Something like that.
2: Somewhere in there, yeah.
0: Yeah, which is just talk about needing to win, needing to put up a high point total. He did that. And stretch over there with 142, um he ends up being the third highest point scorer on oh sorry, fourth highest point scorer on the week. So that's a pretty good pretty good result, but because he scored 142 and Tim again, deciding to put up just over 100, stretch also sneaks in to the playoffs over Tim on points four. We talked about it last week. We knew, like, it probably is not going to happen. But, you know, if Tim puts up a bad performance, Zach could stretch her in a shootout. It could. And, like, we kind of knew this was happening early-ish on. Granted, Zach conceded early again. You just need to stop talking. Um, he decides. Hey, to- guess
4: what? I'm going to concede already already for next week. It's honestly
0: borderline annoying. <laughs> I think I said that in your chat. I was like, you're annoying. Stop. Because <laughs> he conceded two weeks ago against me, too. Like, before the 4 o'clock games, he was like, all right, man, GG, you did great. And then Tyler Lockett. Anyway, um, yeah, and somehow Zach just has his guys, right? He, he When you look at his lineup, he doesn't really have any other lineup choices. So ride or dies going forward into the playoffs are going to be Michael Gallup. It's going to be Hunter Renfro, which might be a great addition. It might be one of Jamison Crowder or JD McKissick. Like, that's literally your options right now. And if you would say that three weeks ago, like, yeah, a playoff team's going to have those guys, you would throw up in your mouth. That's disgusting. But I guess that's how playoffs work. Zach, you looks like you want to say something. What's up?
4: Well, I mean, if you just look at my path to the playoffs, it's, it's insane. You work, look back to week, week 11, I'm sitting at three and seven. And the next four weeks I have to win and get help. And I do every week I'm projected to lose by double digits and I win every week. Um, and I get the help that I needed. I mean, really, if we look back at when Tim's season ended, it was Thanksgiving day when Swift and Waller both went down in the first quarter. I win that week and Tim really never gets back from that. And I just, I don't know, Tyler, Lockett's remembered to catch the ball. Hunter Renfro with Waller out is the only passing option with the best option sitting in a jail cell. Like Mm -hmm. the the Raiders have no other where to go with the ball. So all of a sudden Hunter Renfro is the guy. Um, Michael Gallup's healthy and Javante Williams is, he's a stud. So yeah, my lineup's hitting this week and it's hit the last couple of weeks Let's see if the magic keeps rolling. I don't know.
0: How long are you testing your luck, man? That's nuts. I,
1: I want to share something real quick. I went through and I looked at the progression of Zach's point total since week nine. I want you guys to hear this, right? Just listen. Week nine, 83 points. Week 10, 105 points. Week 11, 115. Week 12, where's he at? 130. He's coming. <laughs> week 13, 160. <laughs> week 14, 188.
2: I'll make you do it.
1: I mean, that's what you need, man. Going into the playoffs on the right side of that coin, progressing every week, man.
0: Next I mean, week,
1: 89. <laughs> uh, or, or 250.
2: like 250 more likely.
4: I mean... I- I put up 188 with Jameson Crowder getting me 4.9 points and the Seahawks defense getting me four points. Uh,
3: I I honestly think that if Melvin Gordon doesn't play, you're easily over 210.
4: Yeah, and Javante Williams is a stud.
0: Oh, Melvin Gordon—that's on my bench, by the way. But that's that's another call. <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's transition over over to Stretch here. Um, Stretch, we all thought that you know if if you were to lose this game. Like, you're basically out, right? Because, like, no yep. way Tim loses to Hayden. And that's why Monday Night Football was such a fucking ride. Was, I think Tim had, like, an 85% chance of victory going into Monday Night Football or something. Is this an
3: explicit podcast? Damn.
0: I I slip sometimes. Usually, okay. actually, fun fact, when I edit these, I have to, like, think back and be like, did I did I cuss? And if I do, <laughs> I have to press the explicit button or we get in trouble. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> but, uh... I- yeah, I mean, that well, is nuts. It was nuts. And your team scored. Yeah. So, y- yeah, you know, I didn't even have
3: a bad week. And fourth highest point total, you know, felt pretty good. Uh, you know, I guess I can give a rundown of my week and the roller coaster of emotions that I had experienced in a span of, what, four days?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
3: interesting. So trying. starting
0: from Thursday night with So Cook.
3: so So Thursday night happens. I'm like, oh, you know. At the, t- at the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's fine if Dalvin Cook plays because you know he's kind of hurt, wearing a harness, he's gonna take some hits, he's not gonna play as much. You know, Madsen's gonna come in, they're gonna split carries. Well, that didn't happen. So, you know, I g- 35 points he put up or whatever, and you know, I uh, I thought I was done right there, I thought I was over. But you know, Saturday night, I was uh, I was actually talking with Chris as I was leaving, and I was like, well, you know, something crazy's got to happen. That you know, I outscore Tim by at least seventeen, and I could still beat him. And Zach, you know, makes playoffs too by at least outscoring by thirty-four, and Tim loses. I say, you know what? It happened last week, so why not again this week? So uh, Monday night, I uh, I was I was down, I think thirty or three. I want to say I was like, okay, so Kyler just has to outscore Stafford by sixteen. I could I could still make it. I wasn't even thinking at the time that. I could sneak in by Tim losing. And then once I saw uh, Connor started to go off with the catch, with like just the amount of catches he had, he looks like a damn wide receiver. Yeah. Um, And then I was, uh, you can ask Anthony this. I was dancing around the room when Cooper cup scored. And when James Connor barreled over like 10 people for an eight yard rush, I'm dancing like the Twitter video video you sent going around my house.
0: And then I realized it was possible and it was actually happening. So I keep forgetting that, like, you weren't rooting just for Tim's demise, you were rooting for your own playoff spot. I, I keep forgetting that, like, right? I, I'm always, I, like, that why was do my you first, so yeah.
3: yeah, that was my first <laughs> option. And then when I saw after the first half, and I just realized it wasn't happening, and then my focus started to shift a little bit.
0: I feel that. So let's talk
2: about. Much. A lot of talk about Monday night there. I got I got to say one more thing, one more thing on my my performance, and uh, I gotta give Chris a good solid five to ten percent of the blame for mushing me. I was not watching my lineups. So I was not logged into Sleeper. I had no idea what was going on. He texts me Monday afternoon, and goes, "Hey, can you send me a picture of you like flexing? This is I'm gonna make a playoff spot <laughs> on the website." And I didn't respond. I did not respond because I didn't want to do <laughs> that bad juju, <laughs> but at least 5% of the blame's going on Chris for that. Oh,
0: Stretch. That's why you didn't get your text till like that night.
2: <laughs> uh, hey, It's all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That graphic's going to look dope by the way. Be sure to follow us this league underscore pod. Um, yeah, I did kind of, it might've jinxed you there. <laughs> I might've got a little ahead of the horses. Um, yeah that game that game was nuts man it was it was starting to be a blowout and i texted aaron sunday afternoon i was like dude is tim gonna miss the playoffs (laughs) like you Tim, you you were literally like i know you had the chat muted the whole weekend but you were the talk of the chat like it wasn't you know oh aaron's dumb Don or oh steven's beating chris it's like is tim going to do this is like we all probably were more shocked than you were
2: probably That's all right. I've got two more years, I think, of my championship window that I set before I hit the hard reset, so two more chances.
3: I will say, too, I was following that Bengals 49ers game closely.
2: Oh, and and I was a heartbreaker.
3: And I was – I care less about the Bengals. I care less.
0: Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding, but – Thanks for the playoff spot, Bengals. Jamar Chase
3: had, like, six points until the final two minutes, and I thought I had a chance, and then once – He had two touchdowns in the final, whatever, five minutes. It was such a quick turnaround.
0: I was like, all right, yeah, I'm done. Damn. All right, so again, the final score of that game, Zach, 188 by far the highest point total (laughs) on the week and stretch at 142. Now, if this game didn't really not matter at all, this would absolutely be the game of the week. But it's not. But the finish was absolutely bananas. So we'll save it for last. And yes, I am talking about the Red Rocket, who was playing for a two game winning streak. Yeah, you heard that right. You heard that right. Coming into this one at four and nine, taking on the Surefire playoff bound. We all know he's going to be a competitor at the end of the day. Anthony, Team Uninspired Youth, coming into this one at seven and six. This game was ugly, man. Ugly, man. Really,
1: Really hard to watch. I got to think – I'm trying to think back. I got to think that this is probably the lowest scoring game combined team total, right? Like, I don't think there was a game that was this low all season.
0: Yeah, usually we give a team crap for putting up not even 90 points. You had both teams do that this week, so surely it has to.
1: Yeah. Uh, the final score of this one came to be 88-87, to 87. <laughs> um we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about how it finished here in a second but just breaking down some of the players in this chase edmonds a late addition to the ir i thought he was going to come off ir but now he's got that label back which i think partly is the reason james connor was able to go off because i think if you have chase edmonds come back it's probably at least a 60 40 in favor of james connor chase Edmonds would get ch- uh, touches in that uh, scenario so that left clayton at a zero at rb um not sure if that would you know constitute clayton getting penalized because i think it was pretty late in the game when that designation came on but nonetheless it was uh definitely a factor uh, lamar jackson with only one point the ankle obviously got hurt decently early on in the game and then he was out for the re- remainder of it and it's Yet to be seen if he's going to be okay or not. I haven't heard any reports of what the exact ankle injury is, whether it's a low ankle sprain, high ankle sprain, what degree it is, anything like that. But Anthony does have Taysom Hill on the bench. So for fantasy purposes, it's not Lamar Jackson by any means, but I think he'll he'll be okay, uh, especially with Taysom Hill's running ability. Um, Kenny Galladay, uh, he has been absolutely awful. This year, last year, just an absolute bust, uh, especially for the money that the Giants are paying him. I think he's got a four-year, $72 million deal. They're probably, like, scratching their heads on that one. Joey B, though, looking real nice for Clayton. Uh, another nice performance from Joe Burrow with 25. And uh, looks like a pretty solid quarterback option for the future for him. Anthony mostly was carried by CD and JJ in this one. And – uh you know, with both those guys putting up respectable point totals, did literally just enough to squeak by. Um, the outcome didn't exactly matter in this one. Anthony's points four locked his playoff city in place. That's why points four is so important in scenarios like this. But I do want to just highlight real quick how this game ended. So shout out to Chris for pointing this out or whoever it was in the chat. I think Zach also pointed it out as well. And I think the music is appropriate because we got (laughs) to dive into this, fellas. It's nuts, it was nuts. It was done, right? Last play, Kyler Murray trying to make something happen. He's wiggling around. He's going, looking, looking. Oh, oh, slides back. This gets (laughs) sacked. He gets sacked. That's points for the Rams defense. Chalk it up, baby. But then an underlying fact that we must not forget is that the points, or the yardage, rather, of the Cardinals slipped underneath 499? 449, 449 I think. 450. Yeah. Okay, 450. Which then allowed Clayton to have even more points and sneak past Anthony for the Dove in epic fashion. <laughs> An unreal way to finish the game. Now, imagine if this actually had playoff implications. Right, in oh, that
0: pandemonium dude Pandemonium. I mean, I,
1: argue, I mean that that's that's a tough tough thing to deal with if there was actually something to play for but it was entertained nonetheless
0: yeah if you're if you're anthony you can't love seeing 87 points heading into a playoff where you don't have a bye this year unlike last year <laughs> so you don't like to see that uh anything quickly on this matchup before we move on anybody
4: it was a crap matchup but the ending was exciting
0: Shout-out to Clayton, baby. Uh, Two straight wins for the Red Rocket?
3: Anthony uh, was depressed at that at the end of that play. He had no idea what was going on. He looked confused. I uh, felt a little sorry for him.
0: Sheesh. All right, baby. Well, that was your Week 14 preview. Like I said, the unthinkable happened. And that's this league for you. And it's bananas. So a quick, quick final rundown of the final regular season rankings for the 2020, 2021 season. Aaron Victory in Chipotle Division finishes first. And quite frankly, nobody was even close. Anthony at seven and seven finishes in second. Don at six and eight finishes in third. Clayton at fourth finishing at five and nine. Nice little finish for him. And Clayton, of course, or excuse me, Hayden, of course, rounding out the rear at three and eleven. And then Cadoba Division, by God. We said at the beginning of the year, we beat the hell out of each other, and that happened. Steven, off of a three game win streak, wins the Kadoba division for this season, finishing at nine and five on top of Team Fairlife, and second also at nine and five. He ends with just under a hundred point advantage in points four. So, Cadoba, it's close. We fought. That ends up being the difference. In third place, four straight points wins, which is nuts in this league. Zach and cooking up more finishes in third place, secures a playoff spot. Stretch also at seven and seven secures a playoff spot. And the shocker of them all, unfortunately, Tim in the Mixon administration finishes last in Godova division, also at seven and seven, which uh yeah, he, he's he finishes at the bottom at uh due two points four. So Uh, that's your divisions guys. If I would have told you, Steven and Aaron win the divisions at the beginning of the year, would you believe me?
4: Yes.
2: Anybody can win in this league, baby, but, uh, look forward to our, um, what's our world changing night called? Uh, election night. Oh yeah. Look forward to election night. There's going to be some proposals about, uh, switching up some, some things in the divisions. Ooh,
0: interesting. Interesting. We're going to have a pot about that. Uh, This is the
4: second consecutive year the Qdoba divisions put in four teams in the playoffs.
0: Man, talk about AFC, NFC up in here. All right. Uh, You heard the standings update. Let's get to some power rankings. It should be fun this week.
2: Week 15 power rankings. We usually have. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Myself, Aaron and Chris, but we are aggregate scoring, including Zach and stretch with their power rankings being taken into account. That being said, let's rock it. This is the power rankings heading into the playoffs. We have down one spot at 10 on a two-game win streak, Clayton and the Red Rocket. What? I think heading, heading into the offseason, everyone <laughs> decided to go ahead and put him back down at the bottom and ride that 10 spot. That means up one coming off of a, a solid victory is Hayden and Country Roads take Mahomes. One piece away. We'll see if he gets that one piece next year. One piece away in the nine spot. In the eight spot, staying steady at eight, I think, for like five or six weeks. Don and team Don Perignon, set your lineup, fool. Um, seventh spot down two. I find myself the mix of administration. Uh, I put myself at 10, deservedly so. So, you know, to see myself at seven is <laughs> not that bad.
0: In, uh, now we're getting to the playoff teams, right? So this is kind of correct. where we think people stand heading in.
2: Correct. So that's that's right. The bottom four do not make the playoffs. Top six do. So six seed down three from last week due to some injury and a poor performance. Anthony and team uninspired youth. I thought it was me. I was down about to get off this spots. podcast. <laughs> down two spots. That's, Team Fairlife, Chris, (laughs) heading into the playoffs. Not the hottest team, but not the coldest team, just kind of lukewarm at number five. And so that means number four, up two spots, Stretch and Super Camario, number four. And then we will head into the top three, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Number three in your power rankings heading into the playoffs. Uh, with that point projection going up and up every M F and week, <laughs> Zach and cooking up more, up four spots from seven to three. You uh, are putting up ninety
0: points. Team. He is one thousand percent putting up a ninety <laughs> <burger next week>. <laughs> Nobody,
2: nobody <laughs> is taking his lame ass excuses of being a tanker and giving it up. Nope, nobody's taking it this week, Zach. So you're going to have to go the old fashioned route and see if you can't just win this ball game. Number two, staying steady. Number two, that is Steven and Mount Passmore. And, of course, that leaves none other than Aaron Hunt just locked into that number one seed, uh, number one seed overall. And those two guys, of course, sitting pretty with a bye week this week. They get to just sit back and have fun.
4: Zach at three. Okay, how is that possible? Because I put myself at six. I uh, I put you at three. I
2: had you at three. Aaron had you at three. Chris had you at four. Nobody's taking your excuses anymore, Zach, so you got to perform this week. You're not, no, woe is me. Nope. You don't. Just put up or shut up.
3: You don't score the top two, like, the top score two weeks in a row, right? He's the top score two weeks in a row? Yep. Yep. You don't do that, and you don't get high. Like, you're hot right now, and, you know, you're only as good as your last game. So.
4: Yeah, I guess. I'm, Chris is right. I'm not going to break hundred this week. That's that's Boo.
1: Boo. 200 mocking. inbound.
4: Okay. So, so Tim, I do, I do have to address Boo. this real quick. Just the, uh, the statement that I wasn't a tanking team. I absolutely tanked. And if it wasn't for massive things that are beyond everyone's control, I'm not in the playoffs week 11 win was the trade debacle that may or may not like we had a vote on who won that week. Week 12, Walter and Swift get injured in the first quarter week 13, Josh Allen played in a blizzard and week 14, my team showed out, but I mean, Tim, Tim's mad right now, but that's just because I have two guaranteed first round picks in the top four and I made the playoffs.
3: All right. Before the count of your crap. Let's just put it that way.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm just recognizing that Josh Allen played in the blizzard. That's the only reason why I lost. I'm good here.
3: Matt Stafford, number four overall quarterback. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, number 13 Are we over running it? Yeah. back.
2: Sorry, yeah. I had my, my computer. The audio yes, stopped. Working. Yes, I'm just Defending yes, yes. your honor.
3: I'm defending you. So Dalvin Cook, number 13 running back with three missed games. Javonta Williams, number 15 running back. With Melvin Gordon basically the whole season gallop and we will not look at him you know lockett number 16 wide receiver it's not like these players are bad winfro this is hunter winfro number 12 ppr wide receiver it's like it's not these players aren't bad and zach just thinks they're bad no so, i i don't let's forget mark andrew's number bad. one tied in oh,
4: no. i I don't think my players are bad i really like my roster. I like it better next year and that's what I'm building towards. The fact that I made the playoffs this year is just great. <laughs> but I'm I'll tell you this, I'm not taking these wide receivers. My wide receiver room is dramatically changing this offseason.
0: Has to. Has to. I I still don't know how somebody with Michael Gallup is in the playoffs. I <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I'm like what?
3: Hey 15 14 11 past 3 weeks. He's, you know, done decent numbers.
0: That's Diet Robert Woods. <laughs> Jeez! Oh, Tim missed a Robert Woods reference too. He's going to be upset about that.
2: No, I heard it. I just disregarded <laughs> cuz he's trash and his career is probably over, so.
0: <laughs> You're so mean. You're so mean. What did Robert Woods ever do he's a to trash you? wide receiver? He could, you know, I was thinking about could that. He be the other day,
2: actually. I actually don't think he's wow. ever, like, hurt me or anything. I think I just don't like the guy. You just have a
0: disdain for him.
2: Yeah, just not, not that good of a player. It's one of those that
0: just don't make sense. Jeez. Okay, uh, let's hop into these playoff brackets real quick and predict a champion is. <laughs> so, we know Aaron and Steven with the first round buys. They are kicking up and relaxing this week, hoping that, you know, Najee Harris and Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb and all their guys don't go down with injuries. So uh, good luck with the anxiety there. Uh, But when you do look at the playoff matchups that matter this week, you have the number three seed, your boy, Chris, taking on, sneaking in number seven. Let's reignite the rivalry stretch in the first round of the playoffs. And on the other side of the bracket, you have the hottest team in the league, Zach, in that sixth seed Taking on a hobbling, limping, quite frankly. Coming into the playoffs, Anthony and team Uninspired Youth. The winner of that matchup goes to play Aaron, and the winner of me and Stretch goes on to play Steven. So it could set up a juicy matchup from last week there between Steven and myself. When you look at the consolation bracket, the highest-seeded team in the consolation bracket, obviously going to be Tim. Who Tim, who has your first-round pick? That goes to Zachary Welch. So, obviously, Zach will be I don't have any of my own picks, so I don't got nothing to play for. I know. So, Zach will be rooting for Tim against Hayden, who, to my knowledge, still has his first-round pick. So, Hayden will be hoping to continue the hotness from last week and win that. No,
4: I have Hayden's pick.
0: You have Hayden's pick, too. Deontay, is that how you got it? Yep.
2: Yep, Zach's getting at least the second overall pick.
0: Yep. Well. Hot dog, dude. All right. I and, know. and as a reminder, the winner of the consolation bracket in this league gets the first round pick, or the first overall pick, second in the consolation bracket gets second pick, so on. Uh, and then the other side of that, we have a civil war. Not for long. But a silver war between Don and Clayton. Don, will he set his lineup to be determined. Clayton uh, coming off a win. He'll be hoping to get that. Do they each have their own first round picks? Yes. All right. All right. So everybody playing for their own first-round pick except Hayden and Tim, who are... Well, uh,
2: Don, to be determined, we'll have to see what the punishment might be.
0: That's very true. That's very true. So uh, we will see how that goes. That is your playoff bracket. First, boys, we'll, we'll, we'll blue ball them here for a second. We'll blue ball the listeners. Who do you think wins the consolation bracket? Stretch, I'll start with you.
3: Oh, i look at all four teams. I have a gut feeling Tim's going to tank it on purpose. I'm going to go with Don. i to go with Don. He's going to somehow win and get his pick taken away from him. So that would be really ironic, and I would love to see it. I'd so.
1: love to see it. Aaron? I want to see Hayden win it. I want to see him just three-game winning streak to go into the offseason. And I think he's got some horses to do it. Jalen Waddell, Cooper Cup, James Connors on fire.
2: I can see it,
0: Tim. Who you taking, man?
2: Oh, I'll, I'll second Aaron right there. I've got Hayden winning it all. I think Mahomes going to heat up. You know, Cup. You name it. Like these guys right here are going to go win the uh, the consolation bracket.
4: You go. Zachary. So I had Tim winning it, but then I looked at he's starting, who he's starting, and who's on his bench. So I'm going to have to say Hayden.
0: Uh, I'm actually gonna go Hayden as well. I think he emerges from the ashes. Cooper Cup and James Connor can lead him to Over great things. So, uh, yeah. What was that all about? Okay. Yeah. I no, no
3: I, I was on Don, but mine was more of a meme. But in reality, I think Hayden will win. But I oh. want Don to win.
4: I, I mean, I just want to see Tim sitting at a WNBA
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> With Whatever no we decide fun. our punishment to be god <laughs> that would be pretty awesome with no phone that's what makes it bad. badly i know all right now let's get into this let's get into the winner's consolation the winner's bracket here um you got some hot teams coming in steven's hot zach's hot aaron has been hot most of the year and you got some limping teams you got my myself anthony we're struggling coming in and you have stretch who's got his dogs back had a great week last week he just didn't get the w uh I will start with Tim.
2: Great. I'll uh, even set one far, one foot back here um, and pat, punt to Zach and Stretch. You guys are aware of the podcast curse now. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Does it work and with two people? both
2: of you are in the playoffs and decide to show up and that this is the week the, the curse is going to be broken? That seems it's, ballsy as heck. It's a regular season curse. Ooh, I don't know that we can determine that yet, but exactly. I mean, yikes!
3: Old move, cotton. We'll see. We'll see if we both if we both lose if we both lose it is a hundred percent a real thing. So. If Stretch
2: and Zach both lose this week, is the podcast dead? Because <laughs> no, we'll the podcast is never going to come on.
0: Uh, all right, Tim. I'm starting with anyway. you, man. Oh yeah. By the way, Aaron. Kyle and Zach, you aren't allowed to pick yourself. Kyle, yeah, I don't know why I called you Kyle. I'm reading the I'm reading the Zoom names. Uh, right. You aren't allowed to pick yourself. So Tim,
2: okay. All right. So my purely objective opinion, I think the six teams. I think the two teams that are the strongest are Aaron and Steven. Indeed, they got the buys deservedly. So um, that being said, something in my gut tells me that stretch is going to run.
0: Oh, and be back-to-back
2: on the nut. I don't know what no, it is. I, I really don't, but something stop. in my gut is telling me that Stretch is about to go on a run here and be a back-to-back nut winner.
0: Nope, don't like that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would definitely break the curse. Oh,
0: God. All right. You get more people to come on the pod, dude. You know? Jeez. All right, Stretch, he summoned you, man. You have to oh, pick nobody but yourself. Or, sorry, uh, anybody but yourself. I
3: look at teams I'm scared of the most, and the teams I'm scared of the most are Aaron and Steven. And I'm not scared of you, so I don't even – like, you're nothing to me. Don't give my team motivation like that.
0: Don't give my team motivation like that. But
3: I have a feeling that Aaron will take the championship. He'll take the nut. I just feel like he's too strong. Sometimes I look at his team and I get worried. So – I would say he's
0: number one. I'm that uh, I'm most afraid of. So, all right, Aaron, you've been summoned. Who are you picking? I I gotta go with Steven. I I think he's just
1: got the capability, man, to just put up incredible point totals. Especially when you've got George Kittle getting almost forty. I mean, that's scary. I mean, anytime you get George Kittle or a tight end in general who scores that many points. It's such a differentiating factor. Um, And then just some of the other components that he has as quarterbacks that he throws out there, Tom Brady's on fire as well. Leonard Fournette out of the woodwork. I mean, he's just got pieces that are on great offenses. And I think he, he has a real shot at at coming through and winning. So uh, I, my pick would be Steven.
0: All right. So we got, One for Stretch, one for Aaron, one for Steven. Um, I am going to make it two for Aaron. I've I've said it. I said it last week that I think he's going to be in the championship no matter what. And all year, we realize he has that duo of Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and then Najee Harris and Austin Eckler. If those guys can stay healthy, that's a duo, two duos that can win the title right there. But that trade for Deontay Johnson, I think that's going to go down as a turning point this year you had you traded for what is who is now the wide receiver eight for crumbs in my opinion when you take it when you take into account how young he is uh so if you could figure out that tight end spot which it's better to have too many good tight ends to choose from rather than the other way around any one of those guys any week can go off uh and then that flex spot t higgins is looking to be kind of maybe solidifying that su- that spot to himself so Uh, he has the least holes, the least amount of holes for me. And I think whenever you're talking about that stretch run, you see reliability at this point. You need to play your guys that got you there. And I think all of the guys that got him there are healthy enough and have great stretch runs coming down the stretch. I'm taking Aaron. Zach, who's the man this year? Who is it?
4: Oh, I think Aaron's taking home the nut. And I I honestly don't think it's going to be that close. Um I think he's going to win double digits every week. He's got some nice matchups coming down. He's got some guys who are matchup proof. Um, And I think a lot of the teams who are in the playoffs are boom or bust, and that is hard to rely on to get to the playoffs. Um, When you have to produce every single week, you can't take a week off. Um, So, yeah, no, I think it's Aaron.
0: Three picks for Aaron, one pick for Stretch, one pick for... For Steven. Zach, myself, Anthony, that's some motivation right there. All right, let's do this thing. Especially Team Fairlife, man. Getting disrespected as the three seed man. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Aaron's gonna win the nut. And if he doesn't now, he's just gonna let everybody down. So no pressure, dude.
1: It's it's a lot of
0: pressure. <laughs> Tons. I wanna, hopefully I won't let you down. Let us down. Indeed, let's get into this week 15. Let's get into this week 15 preview. We welcome back your Colts, your Patriots. Uh, who else was on by? I'm slipping.
2: Uh, I don't know, but those guys got a hefty matchup. Yeah, I yeah, know. The a... Lucas Oil right down the Dolphins, The Dolphins. Col- dolphins. dolphins.
0: Yeah. Yep. Dolphins and then somebody else. I forget who. But. Um, yeah, they come back, and there's no buys this week. Hallelujah. No excuses. Everybody gets their dogs back. We already mentioned it. Aaron and Steven get the buys. So let's talk about this first matchup, who, according to this to this podcast, whoever wins this matchup is just going to go straight to purgatory hell because you get to get Aaron in the next round. And, yes, I am talking about Zach and the 7-7 seven and seven cooking up more. Taking on Anthony and the 7-7 team, Uninspired Youth. Zach comes into this one as the fifth seed. Anthony as the fourth seed. And I said it earlier, Zach has his guys. There is not a lot of lineup decisions he has to make going into this week. You're going to start Javante. You're going to start Dalvin. Stafford's playing like an animal. And and you got Mark Andrews. Absolutely. He's not leaving your lineup. This is where the rest of the lineup gets kind of interesting. Tyler Lockett. Here is his results from the last three weeks. 27, 19, 12. And before that, he had 15. Is he due for a four, a five, a six? DK Metcalf, we mentioned earlier, he got missed a lot of times last game on wide open stuff. I am I have in my heart of hearts that Tyler Lockett is going to put up a dud this week. Same can be said for Michael Gallup. While he hasn't been blowing the top off, he's been scoring around low double digits, which you'll, which you'll take in your wide receiver two or three. And then that last flex spot besides Hunter Renfro, is it going to be Jamison Crowder? Is it going to be a JD McKissick who's on track to return against Dallas? uh, Excuse me, against the Raiders. Um, No, I'm sorry, against the Eagles. I can't read. Uh, Is he going to be that last spot? Is it going to be Jamison Crowder? That just makes me kind of uncomfortable. And that's why I'm taking Anthony in this game. Uh, He's hopefully going to get Darnell Anderson back. We heard the stat last week, and it still stands true. When Darnell Anderson does not play, Anthony loses. It happened again last week. So I think he gets him back. He's going to put up those running back one numbers that he usually puts up when he plays. Um, Cordero Patterson, he's going to be back in the lineup. Chubba Hubbard gets a much easier matchup this week against the Bills, which is crazy to say, but everybody's been running all over them. And he's going to rely on his usual guys of Jefferson and Lamb. And Travis Kelsey, I guarantee it, put it on the board, is going to score over five points this week, which is more than he's scored the past few weeks. So I am taking Anthony here. I just feel like he has more reliable people. Again, in the playoffs, we're all about reliability. Get all of that crazy stuff out of here. I'm taking Anthony to go on and take on uh, Aaron. Real quick, I'll go around the horn. We'll make our quick picks. Add any quick second things you want. Uh, but I'll start with Zach. Who you got?
4: Oh, I think Anthony's going to win. I think it comes down to matchups. Um, I really hate my flex two spot, get, trying to find something on the waiver wire that's streamable to maybe get 10 points out of it. But I think it's going to be a close one. It's going to go right into Monday night. And I'm going to have to rely on Dalvin for a huge game. I don't think it's going to happen against the Bears defense. And I'm taking Anthony.
0: Dalvin plays on Monday night, huh? Yep. Oh, man. That's, that's, he's one of those players. And if you're down 30, it's like, it could happen, you know? Yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. Stretch, who you got in this one?
3: i take Anthony as well. Um, I just think, like Zach said, he's got too many good matchups. You know, he's got some possibilities he can play, I think, honestly. He might, if uh, Gaskin comes back, I think he could put him in a flex spot. And also on top of that, uh, maybe he should start think about starting Dawson Knox over Kelsey. I'm just going to say it, you know.
0: I don't know. I don't know if it's gotten that point yet. Tell you the, the playoffs are not the time to get cute, man. That's just my opinion. <laughs> you would, you would never forgive yourself if Travis Kelsey went off on your bench in a playoff game, Aaron, who you got. I'm actually going to take Zach. Uh, I'm a huge, uh, and I know
1: it pains me. It does. It does. But I am a big proponent of momentum at this time of the year. And I think he's got, Horses in the race that have a ton of momentum right now. Uh, You guys know how I feel about wide receivers. He's got a nice balance of boom and also consistency. Hunter Renfro with tons of targets each week, and then Tyler Lockett being able to go off with minimal targets on his end, and then Dalvin Cook, Matt Stafford, just the talent alone, I think, Zach wins.
0: And, Tim, who we got?
2: I'm picking Anthony because I think Lamar was able to avoid a serious ankle sprain. I think he's going to be basically full Lamar this week. Um, and I like the Knox call-out. I think he's more of a flex two option for Anthony than a over Kelsey option. That's,
3: that's fair. But that's I, fair. I, I
2: could see him making that lineup over a Devonta Smith or Sterling Shepard maybe. So,
0: Yeah, I could see that. Uh, hey, if he doesn't have the black Lamar Jackson, he's got the white Lamar Jackson. Isn't that right, <laughs> Stretch? <laughs>
3: We made a joke about that. Yeah, that's kind of funny.
0: Taysom hill. He is the perfect example of why quarterback scoring is broken. He is not a good quarterback, yet he is scoring like the top five quarterback but, on the week numbers.
3: But Lamar can definitely fling the pig skin a lot better than uh Taysom.
0: Yes, you can. Yes, you can. All right, you got four for Anthony, one for Zach. Zach not even riding his own boat, man. That's brutal. That's brutal. But uh, I, I feel have like- it during
4: the streak. Why break it?
0: <laughs> That's true. He's conceded already. All right. We're going to go into the next matchup in the winner's bracket. <sighs> Hit us with it, Tim. Let's do this.
2: Matchup to watch. You know, you already know. We've said it. It's the heated rivalry, it's growing stronger. Defending nut. Champion stretch and super Camario going off against Chris and team fair life. And Chris is going to come into this matchup relatively cooled off. But again, like I said, not like frozen or anything stretch heating up and getting healthy. As we mentioned earlier at the best possible moment, why I think he's going to win the nut again. Now, when you look at these matchups on sleeper, uh, you see a lot of red and orange matchups. Neither one of these teams is rocking a solid, like, Oh wow. They're going to blow up and run all over the lions. You know, there's not really one of those guys that you think is just going to pop up on a matchup. You know, Josh Allen's got Carolina. Who's fourth against quarterbacks. Uh, Zeke's in a plus matchup, but Zeke's been hurt. Uh, Saquon's got Dallas, who's fourth against running backs. Keenan Allen's, you know, DJ Moore. These guys are all playing rough matchups Um, and coming off of COVID, coming off of being alpha week. So Chris's lineup, you know, definitely, you know, it looks to be like the guys are going to be healthy. You know, Keenan Allen's off the list. DJ Moore, I don't think hurt his hammy that bad. And Hawkinson should be back this week. That being said, on Stretch's side of things, Uh, This is a little bit better, but still not exactly an easy matchup. You know, you've got Mike Evans getting the Marshawn-Lattimore treatment. That dude just eats Evans' lunch every single time they play. Uh, So not expecting much from that. Uh, Kamara, again, at Tampa Bay. Josh Jacobs at Cleveland. Um, And even Kyler, while at Detroit, Uh, that's the game where everybody does just run the ball. And that's how you beat the lions is because you don't need to throw the ball. So that's going to be a potentially negative uh, uh, game script for, for Murray there. It's nice to get Gasicki back. How, uh, how relieved are you stretched to see Debo play last week and get the runs, get the touchdown. I was really worried that that might've been uh, jumping the gun a little bit.
3: Yeah. I, uh, I thought he's going to be out at least two or three weeks, you know, when it matters in the playoffs, but, I I like to see that or the run yesterday, last week, and but what concerns me the most is that he only had one target, and I don't know if I like this new improved role that they want to say, but
2: it makes me a bit worried. I will say so. Definitely, and then probably rocking with Judy in the flex too. We think.
3: Uh, I'm between a few. I'm okay. Judy. Gordon, even even after his 22 point, 21 point last week, you know, dark horse, uh, Josh Reynolds on Detroit. So, yeah, we'll see. Some points
2: potentially
0: Josh bare, Reynolds in a playoff him. roster. Ooh.
3: Uh, you know, Ballsy. sometimes you got to take a risk. Ballsy. I like it to be successful. So you should do that. We don't know. <laughs> if i do it and he gets 25 i want to talk shit for the rest of my
0: yeah, life yeah i'm just gonna off myself i <laughs> that's well, bring what it happens back. bring it back
2: all that being said guys all that being said i am obviously going to be riding stretch to the nut here um so that is going to
0: be my pick'em's choice zach we'll, we'll jump up to you man who you got in this one I think this is gonna be a really good game. It's gonna be
4: really close. I, I think the matchup to watch that'll say everything about this game is Kamara against that Tampa Bay defense. They've been very stout against the run. Um and if if Kamara's not able to put up 20 25, I think it goes to stretch. Um I mean, sorry, I think it goes to Chris. If he doesn't, if he does, I think it goes to stretch. I think he'll get catch enough passes, sneak into the end zone. I'm gonna take stretch.
0: Aaron, we'll pop over to you, man. I, I got
1: stretch, I think. Um I just like the pieces that he's gonna put out there at this time of the year. Camara is looking healthy now, had a really good game. They gave him 27 totes last week. Kyler Murray looks like he's just fine off the ankle. Um, I mean, Kyler Murray, Kamara, Debo Samuel, I think it's just a little too much for Chris to overcome. He's got Josh Allen, which is always a great thing, but the Patriots is that who they play next week panthers Carolina panthers sorry um that's you know a decent matchup but I think you just need this time of year guys that can you know have great point totals and I don't see a lot of that on Chris's side unfortunately
0: I'm picking me man I am uh, it's my first playoff game in this league history so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that I get to finally get to taste it get the get the, get the butterflies. And uh, I I have very similar feelings, like I'm all about the vibes, you know. And usually when I have a bad vibe about my team, we don't play well. I have a bad vibe about Stretch's team. I don't like Jacobs at Cleveland. I don't like Kamara, even with 25 totes, at Tampa Bay, Uh, while his receivers do have fantastic matchups. I'll give you that. But when you have those two important players on your team, I think they max get 20. Maybe I don't think you can expect any blow up games when you're playing those defenses as running backs. Uh, and I kind of have like the better matchups when it comes to that. I don't I know according to Sleeper, I don't, but I would rather run against Dallas than, you know, Tampa Bay or Cleveland any day. So uh I am going to pick myself here. I think I move on against all the odds. Stretch who you got?
3: Well, I respect having confidence in your own team, as you should, as anybody should. Zach. Um, nope. <laughs> Zach. Obviously, I think I'm going to come home with a victory this week. Uh, you know, you're talking crap about my matchups. I think your matchups are just worse. I mean, you got, I mean, Barkley against Dallas, not not the greatest. You know, Allen against Carolina. Fourth fewest quarterback points. You got Pittman versus the stout New England defense. But I will say, New England's known for uh, taking things that you're good at, so I think they will make the Colts pass the ball more. So um and then DJ gets Buffalo. I just just not confident in any of those matchups. But you know, like I said, anything can happen any given Sunday.
0: Fine, guys. Fine. Yeah. I'm the only one picking me. It's cool, it's all right. We're about to shot the world. Fuck you, stretch. We Did move you want me to pick
3: you. <laughs> What'd you say? Huh? Is that, did you want me to pick you? Huh? Is that why you're upset? Yeah. You want me to pick you? Yeah. All right, because it's going. Yeah.
0: That's right, fucker. That's right. Know who your daddy is. (laughs) Know who your daddy is, sucker.
4: Wait, wait, wait. I just, for the record, I get all kinds of crap for conceding every week after the first quarter. (laughs) Stretch is conceding, you know, a week before the games are over. And we're not going to give him crap for that. Oh, no, no, uh, totally fine. No, well, I was sarcastic.
0: No, he knows he knows, he, he knows I'm superior to him, so it's fine. Uh, like, it's yeah, it's cool. Yeah. He just picked me to win, so yeah. yeah, that's right. Sit in your little box over there, and we are all around and just sulk because you know I'm going to be. Are we all
3: in boxes? Because you know rooms are kind of all
0: boxes. I'm know, thinking outside the box, baby.
3: But you're in a box.
2: As it's getting late. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's get on to these loser
0: low. matchups. I don't know why we didn't start with those, but we'll just hit them real quick. Tim versus Hayden. Aaron, take it away. Yeah, I gotta
1: be really, really quick with this. Um, I think with Hayden, he's got a chance to go back to back against Tim in consecutive weeks to maybe carry some momentum into winning the consolation bracket. And I didn't even think about he, that. Damn. <laughs> feeling feeling good about the off season. Um, he had a lot of losing this year, so. Maybe getting some wins will be good for for his confidence. Uh, As far as for Tim, I honestly could see him getting right this week. He's got some good matchups, unfortunately, just at the wrong time. But I think it would be nice for Tim to see his team perform well heading into the offseason and
0: maybe uh, think about it further. So that's all I got. We would all hope that Tim doesn't intentionally tank because that wouldn't be good for the league's culture. So, because of that, I'm taking Tim.
3: Yeah, if Tim doesn't do this, what I think he's going to do, I'll
2: take Tim.
4: I know Tim's going to do exactly what we think he's going to do, and Hayden's going to win.
2: Hayden's, I'm picking Hayden this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, man, we love a guy that loves to win. Isn't that right, Timmy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll go. I own
2: no picks of mine, so I have no allegiances to help any other team get better.
0: All right. Hey, you already did. That's true. That's true. Missing the playoffs is a good way to do that. Uh, We'll move on to the last matchup. We will go to Don taking on Clayton. It's a Civil War.
2: Civil War. I think this will send them off on a Civil War uh, heading into the offseason where They're going to be going their separate ways and growing up a little bit more. Uh, Clayton coming in to two game win streak. Uh, You know, everyone saw the tweet with the the kid kicking and dancing and Clayton's feeling pretty good. Don coming off a lineup of not setting his lineup. Uh, It's going to cost him dearly. And I don't really know how to feel about this game. They've already played so many times. I haven't gone back to look at the matchups, but assuming uh, health, then I think Don's going to take this one uh, again. I don't have either of the lineups or the projections because Sleeper has not um, posted them yet, so I can't see anything. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have anything else to add on matchups or saw anything going into this game, but
0: oh, I, I, think, think, for, it's a I think for Don Odell tested positive today, so he's likely out this week. He's been playing. True. Well.
2: True.
4: I'll hit you with this little tidbit. Clayton is 2-0 and o against Don this year. There we go. So, so two of those wins are Clayton's. Um, and I just don't see Don setting his lineup and or making the right lineup choices with the guys that he has. So I'm going to take Clayton.
3: I got Don. I think Don's going to pull it out. And the fun fact, Don has three first-round picks next year. I don't know.
0: I just saw that, so... It's nuts. I am taking Don Two. as well. Aaron, wrap us up. I'll go with Don. Just
1: I think it'll be like 70 to 68.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Freaking barn burner, baby. Jeez. All right. Well, you heard it here. All of the week 15 previews playoffs are here. It is put up or shut up time. Let's get out of here. As I mosey through what beautiful Christmas song will send us home today, I will take any suggestions from the boys in the chat. Uh, you should follow us while we try to decide what song is going to send us off. Of course, at this league underscore pod, both on Twitter and Instagram, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can hear we can also hear from you in the comments section of the podcast streaming platform of your church of your choice. Go ahead and do that. Rate us, share us with your friends, and as always, just annihilate that like button, baby. Just do what you got to do, and just take it to town and, and unleash,
2: unleash North Korea on the like button.
0: All of their little nukes, all of the baby nukes. So miss
1: it, probably, or just a click.
0: Or you can just click it. You can just click the like button, too. You just click the like button, too. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Zach Stretch, thank you so much for joining us. It was great to have you guys on. Good luck in the playoffs, except for Stretch. Fuck you, dude. Uh, Let's listen to some DMX, seeing us some Christmas carols. (laughs) My name is Chris Mitchum. I'm signing out. Love you guys.
2: Vacation mode and baseball season. Peace.
0: See you it.